Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 11. Episode number 11. And uh, if you're watching us somewhere on the internets, not just listening, you can see I have a different background. And the, the reason is because I just moved the camera from stage left over to center. And the reason being is because I want to talk about the things that are behind me. And we'll do that at the end of the podcast, but um, not right now because there's more important things. And that is you. You are more important. Uh, One of the things, uh, the way that I titled this episode, I believe at least what I think I'm going to title is Ways to Become You Again. And the reason I titled it that is because I was reading through this week a book called um, Spiritual Rhythms for the Enneagram. And um, this one's definitely a a faith-based book. So if if you are not a faith-based person, um, especially in the Christian faith, uh, this may not be the the book for you. But if you can, um, if you have the ability to, and if not, that's fine. But if you have the ability to kind of set that aside, it's there's still some really great stuff to learn from this thing. Um, I have, uh, uh, I definitely have a, a Christian faith background myself, and if you don't, that's fine. No, um, but uh, if you're watching, you can see like this thing doesn't stay closed. I was uh, putting a lot of work into this thing this week, and I've got creases and stuff. So that being said. Uh, That's the name of the book, Spiritual Rhythms for the Enneagram, and uh, it's coming from Adele and Doug Calhoun, as well as Claire and Scott, and Claire and Scott, if you ever for some reason listen to this, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your last name, but I'm going to go with Lurige, L-O-U-G-H-R-I-G-E, that's what I'm going with. that's what I'm going with. So um, I, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, and uh, again, if you if you have a, a faith background, especially if it's in the, the, the Christian faith bath background, uh, this would be a book I would highly recommend picking up. Uh, I have uh, I've just enjoyed it. If uh, if you don't have a faith background at all, I still um, I mean, it's definitely a lot of um, uh, I'll say God talk within it, um, and stuff that I may subscribe to, but you may not. And if not, that's cool. Um, but I do think that they did a lot of, uh, really great work and I think it's, uh, a great book to pick up. And, uh, as you can probably tell, you find it on the, the Amazons. So, um, this episode, I think, uh, it's going to be extremely practical as I hope that they all are, but this one is very, very practical. Um, we go through um, each way, each type, or a way that each type can practice in becoming a better you and becoming you again. Um, as we, um, excuse me, as we uh, move through the, the episode, I'm going to give you a couple of ideas on what to practice, and then I'm going to ask you a question. And basically, the question is my question for you this week is dot, dot, dot. And then we'll get to uh, a question for each of the types. And then we'll finish up with talking about what's going on behind me. So we've got a lot to cover this week, and I'm going to get right into it. Type one, I want you to practice play this week. 
Make a list of things that bring you pleasure. Schedule them and actually, actually do them. Hang out with people who make you happy and help you laugh at yourself. Ask the question, what would it look like if I let go of keeping the agenda? Maybe uh, you've got a timetable in your head. Um, that's what I'm, I'm kind of getting at there. And again, these are, are pulled from the, the book that I just showed you. Uh, uh, what would it look like if I let go of keeping the agenda or some sort of schedule and going um, and pushing that forward and just stayed present in the moment and accepted the joy that is the moment and the people that are around you? So my question for you this week, my type one friends, what would it look like if you gave yourself more grace this week? As you move throughout the week, instead of harping on yourself and thinking about what you could have done or should have done, what if you were present, accepted the joy that you had in that moment and gave yourself more grace this week? My type two friends, the practice I have for you this week is self-care. Do what makes your body feel good. That might look like a, a walk, a run, uh, maybe it's a massage, maybe it's uh, getting your nails done or um, literally just relaxing on the couch for my type two friends. Let others love you. Receive their love. Life isn't about you paying them back. Rest adequately. And this one might be really hard for my type two friends, but get alone. And I mean like really alone. Not like go out into the mountains alone maybe. And if that's what you need, then that's what you need. Go for it. But uh, there's a story I heard. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it was on a podcast or if I, if I read it in a book. I'm not, I can't remember. But uh, I heard this great comment from a, a, a female too who was saying um, – she was trying to do some alone time, like some journaling or some, just some writing, some meditating or whatever it was. And, um, she was in such a, a bad negative space that, uh, she was alone from people, but there were still living plants. And this is, these are her words, uh, living plants in the room. And she found herself before she actually got, like she sat down to start writing. And before she started writing, she, um, uh, got up to make sure that the, plant's soil had enough water so that it would be okay so that it could live another day and she was like in that moment I realized I have got a serious problem because she couldn't even let the plant that's alive in the corner of the room go um, without her uh, uh, making note that it was there before she could get to herself there was just something else in front of it so get alone and really alone and do what your body, or do uh, what makes your body feel good. My question for you this week, my type two friends, what would it look like if you asked for help with no plan on how you were going to pay that person back? And uh, I guess I should at this point make note that uh, this might make you feel uncomfortable. If it makes you feel uncomfortable on a specific type or a specific question, that might be a good hint as to um, where you sit in the Enneagram space. And maybe you can do some more diving into that.
my type three friends, practice the presence of your own feelings. Silence and solitude and slowing down can help you get in touch with your own feelings. Don't rush on, but pause and ask your feelings, do I understand what you are trying to tell me? Name your feelings about success and specifically about winning. Where do they present themselves in your physical body? My type three friends, if you um, sit in this space or maybe, maybe you know, maybe you don't know, but uh, that pause of asking yourself what it is I'm feeling, naming that feeling, whether it's tied to success or winning or failure or pain or sorrow, whatever it is, um, be cautious about um, moving forward too quickly on what those feelings could be. My question for you this week, my type three friends, is what would it look like if you slowed down and named one feeling without passing it by? I'm not asking you to name every feeling that you've ever had or even every feeling that you might have in a week or a day, but just one feeling. Pause, slow down, name one feeling, and then just be present in that and see what it can teach you. My type, my type four friends, practice the presence of the ordinary. Notice how ordinary and daily things are often often extraordinary. Share your insights with uh, a close friend, not just anybody, but someone that you trust. Release your judgments about what is dull and ugly. Look deeper. What graces, lessons, and beauty can you find in the ordinary? And remember that the extremes of the emotion are not a place that you need to stay. Remember that the ordinary is beautiful. My question for you this week, my type four friends, what would it look like if you found a task, a simple menial task in your week that you would normally breeze over because of its dullness and just simply examined it for its beauty? And the idea behind this is that it, it can remind our type four friends, if you sit in that space, um, that the extremes of emotions, extreme joy, extreme sadness, melancholy, whatever it is, um, that that middle space is also beautiful. And we can live in there too. My type five friends, practice the presence of people. If you know uh, anything about the Enneagram, our type five friends have the least emotional energy on the Enneagram than any other type. So it's definitely a practice. When you are interrupted or asked to do more than you planned, trust that the energy will be provided. Don't hold back. I ask you to risk and to give. Lean into the conversation rather than hanging back. Uh, I, and I found this really interesting, um, again, pulled from the spiritual rhythms for the Enneagram. But for my type five friends, uh, notice how often you sit back or in the back of the room, or how often you lean back and cross your arms in a discussion. What message are you sending to those around you? My question for you this week, my type fives, what if you entertained the idea that the more you give is actually a way to get?
And I'm not asking you to give all week, but maybe you could pick uh, uh, an opportunity, a relationship, um, a physical space in which you can give and then see what comes out of it. My type six friends, practice mindfulness. When you find yourself worrying about the future, gently return to the present moment. What awareness is being given? What might you need to notice in the here and the now? When you do judge what is going on rather than let it unfold, practice noticing without judgment. What happens? Is it better or worse than you imagined? If you are uh, living in the type six space or you have a friend or a, uh, a partner that lives in the six space, um, help them understand and witness that. The question I have for you, my type six friends this, week's, this week is, what would it look like if you relaxed your grip on fear this week and just simply let things unfold? Now, I'm not saying that on every, everything. There's probably a lot of things that fear has had a grip on and that that's how you view it. What if you relaxed your grip? I'm not saying completely let go. We're taking it baby steps here. But um, what if you just relax that grip to see what happens? All right, my type seven friends, the practice I have for you this week is practice stability. Ask yourself about the friends or the job or... Uh, an organization that you're a part of, um, whatever those things are, ask yourself about those things. And if you want to stick with them in the long haul, and what would it look like if you thought about those things before now and you didn't make those decisions just on a whim on when you felt like things were boring? Don't overpromise. Be upfront about what you deliver. Stability commits to a reasonable number of things and observes human limits. It works against the fear of missing out and grounds you in community. So my question for you this week, my type seven friends, what would it look like if you let go of the fear of missing out and were present and stable this week? Now, Maybe that's too much to ask. So maybe you can pick a relationship. Maybe you can pick a specific location that you can be stable and present in this week. But try to fight the feeling this week of the fear of missing out. As we all know, we call that the FOMO. And our type 7 friends, they do not like missing out on things. My type 8 friends, practice empathy and understanding. Express heart concern for others as you take on the world. Relationships don't work without empathy and compassion. Notice when your energetic or overbearing presence dismisses what others think and feel. Apologize and say, I didn't mean to come on that strong. What am I missing here? When in conversation, monitor your gut reaction to a challenge and debate um, and, um, I'm sorry, let me say that again. When in conversation, monitor your gut reaction to challenge and debate. You might not need to power up. 
How could you have a good conversation without being threatening? My question for you this week is, what would it look like if you dropped your armor with someone close to you this week? Not everybody, not all at once, just maybe one person this week. What would it look like? And my type nine friends, practice loyalty and assertion. Let people hear your heart and see you act. Try not to withdraw. Express your insights and your opinions. Stick with what is hard for the sake of growth in yourself and others. And my question for you this week is, what would it look like if you asserted yourself and said out loud to someone, this is what I want? That's my practice that I have for each of you this week. Uh, and if you didn't see it this this uh, last week, we are very excited to share that uh, we were able to uh, launch some art pieces for each of the types. And that's what's behind me. Um, you can't see the rest of them, but there's, there's three here and then there's six more above me. Um, but uh, I, I got to commission an artist back in October. I went out to her studio and we sat down over um, two days and I got to teach the Enneagram to her staff and her and I got to, we shared uh, insights and ideas and just kind of all kinds of stuff. And uh, over the last several months, we've been kind of going back and forth on what each type is and, and, and how it reacts and those kinds of things to kind of get a good idea of um, what she could represent uh, in her art. And this last week we launched that and that is live on her site and I have links on my site as well. Um, and uh, I'm also very excited to say that that the artist is also my very own mother. And so um, I know her well. So um, I get to say that I went over to her studio, but really I went to my mom's house and uh, out in Ohio and uh, uh, got to hang out with her for a week and it was just wonderful and obviously awesome whenever you get to see your mom. So, um, um, but she uh, released the art this week and we've been uh, releasing it in tandem. And so you could purchase a piece of art um, for your type over on her site, seanpetit.com. And as always, you can go to my site, aimandanchorcoaching.com and all the links for uh, all the art, the podcast videos, uh, the freebie that I have on the website are all on there and, uh, you can get to all that, that stuff there. And I just, I couldn't be happier with how everything has turned out. And, uh, if you want an explanation on all of that stuff, head over to seanpetit.com and you can find, um, the Enneagram stuff, or you can go over to aim and anchor coaching.com. And I have a resources page there that has a link to the freebie that's on my site, which is where I, uh, if you, uh, you if you sign up, you get a download of the breakdown of all nine types, and uh, that's yours to keep. And then um, also right next to that is the link to um, the Enneagram site for the art, and you get to see a breakdown of each of the pieces. And there's different sizes and obviously different price points and all that kind of fun stuff. And I just I couldn't be happier. I'm so excited about how everything turned out. And I would love it if you um, 
would head over there and uh, check it out. So with that being said, if you have any questions, um, if you're feeling like, I think I might know my type, but I have a couple of questions, over on the website, there's a, a link in the top right corner, the button that says schedule a free call. Click on that and you can uh, set up a free call with me and we can set up a time to um, just ask some questions and kind of start start the conversation. Um, if you're just barely getting into it, uh, there's links all over the website about downloading the uh, breakdown of the nine types, totally free, um, um, nothing for you to pay there. And uh, I just, I think that it's a, a great resource and a tool um, for you as you begin the journey to discover yourself. So uh, that's all I have for you this week. Come back next week. We'll see you next week for episode 12. Give yourself a break. Don't be too hard on yourself. And always remember, if you don't know what's holding you back, how can you really move forward? Grace and peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>